Characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Delicious. This particular episode of the Shy Life is, is a little more abstract than usual. Okay, it looks like the hairy guy is ready to record. Three, two, one. Go, Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Do you think he has? Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Uh, I'm recording this in, well, actually on the 17th of October 2020. And um, it, it's um, going to be one of our music episodes, but it's going to be slightly different. And um, I've got Nick here. I mean, Hello. I really have got Nick here yeah, in I, the I room. I am physically here. Yeah. Um, so, yes... Uh, Pandemic's still on, but we're now not sure what we're supposed to be doing, so Nick's here. Yeah. <laughs> whilst, we, we, whilst we wait, wait well, for Boris to make up his mind. Yeah, whilst we can. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this time we're going to be sort of scouting th- through about 60 years' worth of music, um, looking at sort of some of the highlights of not the Eurovision Song Contest um, overall, although we will dip into a lot of the winners, but we're looking particularly at the songs or the artists who did songs for the UK for Eurovision, if that makes any sense. So um, we won't be going at sort of regulation speed. We'll, we'll, I admit we'll be, we'll be skipping through years where we don't know who the people are <laughs> or we don't care who the people are. So, um, so yes, it's very much our own personal view of what the highlights are. So anyway, let's run the theme music. And when we come back, we'll, we'll be getting all eurovision For my old buddy, old pal from across the channel, across the pond, Paul Chandler, the shy yeti. He's not that shy. Oh, it's the shy yeah. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? He's not all that shy is right. Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Let's begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. He's positively glowing. <laughs> Hello, and we're back. So, Nick, um... Hello. <laughs> can't say what were you doing this year because we took out 60 years of, uh, or uh, more of, uh, I wasn't doing a great deal yeah. in just, just sort of um, to clarify when was it 60 that the Eurovision Song Contest actually started no it was even earlier um, there's a little bit of confusion here because it says that the first year was 1956 although as far as I can see here it says it sort of says that uh, 1957 was the first year that the UK got involved uh, although it also seems to have gone through, although we call the whole thing the Eurovision Song Contest, mm. it seems like in 1957 it was called the Festival of British Popular Songs um, I, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit confused I've, I've, I found another website which says all of the different songs that were entered and so yes I think the list I've got here is the songs that we did that went forward in the actual competition. So, um, and also whether they were chart hits. Um, so, for instance, in 1957, somebody called Patricia Bredin, who I've never heard of, she did a song called All, which got to number seven, well, was seventh at Eurovision, but wasn't in the charts. So, I don't think it, it says it was not recorded or released as a single. So. And the actual winner that year was 
was the, was the Netherlands. Now I'm not going to read the names of some of these songs because a lot of the early songs they were sung in the uh, the, the languages language. of the countries that won, and I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> or indeed the countries that won. <laughs> no. But all I can say is that it wasn't the UK that won. <laughs> Although it does appear, it does list here that um, in 1956, the year before, Switzerland won. So I don't know if Britain wasn't involved in the first year. It's too much, too much. We've got too much to, to discuss to be, to be <laughs> researching that. Now, in 1958, I don't think we took part because there appears to have been one in 58. Oh, really? Um, France won. But going back to my other list, yeah, there's no list of us taking part in, in 58. Uh, I'm sure the reason why is very interesting. But I'm also sure that it's available to Google. I'd find out more about <laughs> uh, from another source. Uh, as I say, we're not here to give you a comprehensive history of the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> we're just using it as an excuse to see the, the number of famous people who have represented the UK uh, over the years. Um, so yeah, Pearl Carr and Teddy Johnson in '59 with "Sing Little Birdie." It was second at Eurovision, and it got to number twelve in the charts. Let me see who Pearl Carr and Tilly Johnson was, because I definitely recognise that name. They were an English husband and wife team of entertainers who gained the highest profile during the 50s and early 60s. Um, Carr was born in Exmouth, Devon, and Johnson was born in Surbiton. It's just down the road from here. Um, they were in a... Carr had been the lead singer of a band called The Keynotes, and they had two British hits in 56... Um, and they, they'd appeared on Crackerjack and yeah I, I I feel like they may have been name checked in mm. things like either Hancock or maybe Round the Hall yeah. or uh, they're definitely a name that I've heard in, t- in sort of TV from that era uh, in 59 the winner was the Netherlands again um, in 60 uh, we were second again uh, with a song called Looking High, High, High by Brian Johnson. Oh, yeah. Um, just says that Brian Johnson was an English singer and actor. Probably uh, not the same Brian Johnson that did the special effects on Space 1999. <laughs> um, apparently he was related to Pearl Carr and Teddy Johnson. Oh, and keep it in the family. Yeah, he was <laughs> brother and sister. And they were his brother. And, oh, so Teddy was his brother. And uh, oh, of course, Brian Johnson. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, he was mainly a stage actor, I think. Um, yeah. Um, but in 1960, uh, France won. Yeah. Uh, so, but we did very well. And and the th- the following year in '61, we were also second. Oh. Although, bear in mind that. Um, I think I've, this has come up when I've discussed it with Martin. There were less countries um, taking part at this stage. Oh, right. Less um, countries than we, we later became yes. accustomed yeah. to. Um, so, so in 1961, the the song Are You Sure uh, by the Allisons, uh, second at Eurovision and second number two in the charts, the Allisons were an English pop duo consisting of Bob Day and John Alford. They were marketed as being brothers using the surname of Allison. A weird name to choose if you were going to do that. Wouldn't you just call them <laughs> the Smiths or the Jones or the... Um, <laughs> I, I, that would just be, wouldn't that just be confusing because Allison is also a girl's name. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, that seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, they, they didn't last for long, 61 to 63. Um, they didn't have any other hits either. They had a few more singles, but no more no more hits really. Um, did I say who? In 61, um, Luxembourg won. All right. Uh, 62, Ronnie Carroll um, was our representative with a song called Ring-a-Ding-Girl. Only got to number 46 in the charts, but we were fourth that year. 
Um, Ronnie Carroll was a Northern Irish singer, entertainer, and political candidate. Um, he was in the UK general election um, around '97, which was the year that Blair won. But I don't think he was like with a. He wasn't with one of the main um, part big parties. Uh, his first wife was Millicent Martin. Oh, blimey! That was the week that was. Yeah. He had a song in '62 called "Roses Are Red," which was which was number three. Um, Say wonderful things in '63, number six. So he did have a bit of a, a singing career beyond just his European. Yeah. And, uh, so oh, who won in '62? Um, in '62, France won. Now the following year, '63, um, we obviously felt quite happy about Ronnie Carroll representing us in 62 because he was asked back um, he did say wonderful things which I think was that one I just mentioned and that, and that was that was a number six hit um, he must have been a bit annoyed though because at Eurovision that year he came fourth again for the second year, year running and in 63 the winner was Denmark um, 64 we talk, I think we're, well, we're beginning to enter the era of big names doing the, or bigger names, not, not entirely, there's one I don't know who, but um, pretty much the next few years I recognise all these names. Um, 64 we had Matt Monroe. Oh yeah, my, yeah. my mum worked with him. Yeah, I love the little things. Uh, the weird thing is the single failed to chart, but um, the UK was second that year, so... Ooh. It obviously did well in the voting, but um, yeah, Matt, Matt Monroe. Gosh, he, he doesn't look like a singer, he looks more like a politician or something. He was an English singer who became one of the most popular entertainers of the international music scene during the 60s and 70s, known as the Man with the Golden Voice. Um, his recordings included the UK Top 10 hits Portrait of My Love, My Kind of Girl, Softly As I Leave You, Walk Away in Yesterday, a version of the. Beatles. Not to mention From Russia with Love. Yes. Yes. And Born Free. Oh, yeah. And on days like this for the Italian job. Oh, yeah, the Italian job, yeah. So, yeah. So, what year was that? For 64. 64. Italy won. In 65, we had Kathy Kirby. Now, she's a name I recognise. Oh, yes. As well. Her song was I Belong. She only got to 36 in the charts. We got second in Eurovision that year. She wasn't she um, the the lady who sang the tune to Adam Adamant. Um, uh, she had the theme tune to Adam Adamant. Uh, oh yes, uh, yes, you're right. She sang the theme tune for Adam Adamant. Um, she also made a number of appearances on. I hear Trivia and Lisa mentioning this, the Will Tappers and Shunters Social Club. That's right. We've got. I've, well, we've got that. It's. Mm. Um, Ali's then uh, her dad used to like it too but we've got that she retired in 1983 oh my god after one last concert in Blackpool is she still alive? no she died in 2011 age 72 she was born um, the year before my dad uh, or only a few months before my dad October and then she gets a shout out in The Fall and Rise of Reginald Perrin mm. so when Reggie comes back after having um, pretending to kill himself and uh impersonating his friend mm. uh, CJ says I could put on a dress and pretend I was Cathy Kirby <laughs> <laughs> in 65 Luxembourg won in 66 now this is the name I didn't recognise and this is probably the last name I don't recognise for a good 10 years uh, Kenneth McKellar Kenneth McKellar yes Kenneth McKellar yes I know him oh. um, he is a Scottish singer Scottish does all the, he's, he's, he's a bit like Andy Stewart he's, he's the sort of archetypal Scottish Mm. We've got him. We've got a single of him at, at home singing a Scottish soldier. I think. Yeah. Um, yes, he's very. He was very famous. Um, yes, I don't recognise that name. Um, his his song was a man without love. Um, it only got to number thirty in the charts, and we were only ninth that year. Which, considering, I don't know how many people. Uh, they're getting bored with us by then. <laughs> entering, but uh, nineteen sixty-six. The winner of sixty-six was Austria. Now we start to come into, well, certainly names that that uh, I consider, well, in my record collection, uh -huh. 1967, 
Um, Sandy Shaw. Of course, Puppet on a String. Um, that, a that's of certainly the first uh, first record I, I have heard of, <laughs> I must yeah. admit. Yeah. Um, and uh, the single got to number one in the charts, and that was the first year that we won the Eurovision Song Contest. Hurrah! Um, now, the following year is another big name, 1968, uh, Cliff Richard. Cliff with... with Congratulations. Which was also number one in the charts, although we didn't win that year. Uh, we were second. Uh, Good song. And Spain won with a song called La La La. La La La. <laughs> in other words, they forgot the words on the night. Yeah, I bet Cliff didn't. I bet Cliff, Cliff was a gentleman and wished them congratulations all the same. Um, now, the following year, 69, we have Lulu and Boom Bang a Bang. Boom Bang a Bang. Um, now the funny thing about that this is was, my first Eurovision song contest. Yeah, the, the the funny thing about that was that um, yeah the, that uh, was sort of reverse of the previous year in that uh, and that the single was number two, but we did win again. Yeah, blimey, two years we won. The, the, people we won. liked us in those days. Oh, now just a minute. It, although it says we won, I think this must have been contentious because. Uh, he looks. He lists four countries that won in '69. <laughs> France. <laughs> Everyone with, was good that year. Uh, France with un jour, un enfant, um, a, isn't that a day, a child, or something? And Netherlands, the troubadour, and Spain, vivo cantando, and then boom, bang, a bang. <laughs> Maybe there was a a, a, a a communication problem, and they 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 all the four of them thought they'd won and. <laughs> You would think that they had to do uh, like a sing-off or something to get a definite <laughs> result. Um, anyway, so um, in 1970, another name that not quite as famous, but I definitely recognise her, um, Mary Hopkin. Oh, she um, was number one when I was born. Yeah, she was the one who did uh, Those Were The Days. Yeah. Um, she Her song was Knock Knock Who's There, which I think I remember. And Donna was that year, wasn't she? She won. I think she won it. Uh, maybe Ireland. Um, yeah, it got to number two in the charts, and we were second that year. And uh, yes, yes, that's right. All kinds of everything by Donna was the winner. Lovely song. Okay. Hopefully, Nick will be joining us uh, at the end of the show to do some of his, his favourite um, <laughs> uh, Eurovision songs from the UK. Um, now, uh, where was I? 71. Yeah, 71. Now, I do recognise her. She's she, Again, she's not uh, a, as well known, and I hope I don't pronounce her name wrong. Uh, Clodoff Rogers, um, with Jack in the Box. Now, I'm just a Jack she, in the Box. She did Come Back and Shake Me. Um, I, think I, know, I think I do know, do know some of her songs. She's sort of, sort of one of those late 60s singers um, but, but uh, yeah uh, Jack in the Box got to number four in the charts and we were fourth that year and in 1971 um, Monaco won so uh, now we're on to 1972 now I definitely a group I, I well I know and I have one or two of their songs uh, not the Seekers but the New Seekers with Beg, Steal or Borrow. Oh, yes. Yes, I like that song. Yeah, they they got to number two in the charts and they were second that year. Um, the New Seekers were... They they were formed from one of the members of the original Seekers. Oh, yeah, they, 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 they took the DNA from yeah. one of them and created cloned a, a new group. New Seekers. Uh, Luxembourg was the winner in 72. 73, uh, we had Cliff Richard again. Um, power to all our friends. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's another good, <coughs> another good one. That's quite a catchy one. Um, yes, number four in the charts. It was around the time when his his. Uh, I remember I've, I've kind of listened to quite a few of early seventies Cliff Richard. Mm. He had a period from I I don't know exactly from around seventy to about Devil Woman in seventy six, yeah. where his singles weren't doing as well. Yeah. And I listened to a load of them and. They're quite interesting. I think it's probably because he was going through a bit of a change in his career. Yeah. Um, anyway, we came third that year. Um, and 
73. Luxembourg won again. Luxembourg did very well. <laughs> um, then in 74, um, I guess she got to represent us because of Australia yeah. kind of connection with the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Olivia Newton-John mm. with Long Live Love. I only got to number 11 in the charts, although it's one I know quite well. Uh-huh. Um, not, well not one to pronounce when you're drunk. <laughs> Long Live Love. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure I've said this. I used to think that I used to think that it was Olivia and Elton John. <laughs> they were like a duo or something. Um, Olivia young. Neutron Bomb. Yeah. Uh, we got to four. The, we got to number four. Uh, 1974. And of course, no prizes for guessing who the winner was that, that year. Yes, of course. Sweden. Uh, 1974. Sweden won with Waterloo. Uh, and a legend was born. And then in 75, um, not, not one that I know, but a name I know, uh, The Shadows represented us, um, who of course had connections with Cliff early, earlier in their career. Mm. Uh, their song was called Let Me Be The One, it got to number 12 in the charts, but they did very well, they were second in the mm-hmm. contest that year, and at least they got to have a nice trip to Sweden. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, <sighs> Who won in 75? The winner in 75 was Netherlands with a song called Ding-a-dong. Ding-a-dong. Um, so then we come up to 76. Now, this was a successful year for the UK. Ah, we, yes. Yeah, we won it with Brotherhood of Man. Save all your kisses for me. Which were a sort of uh, cut-price ABBA. Um, they, were, they were a kind of cheesy knock-off ABBA. Well, actually, yeah. I think they'd been going longer than ABBA. Yeah. Um, but they've... I think they... I think maybe they were trying to find a, a style for themselves. Mm. And certainly they, by being very abba um, they their career suddenly took off. Yeah, <laughs> they... they um, uh, if... if yeah, Abba did Fernando, so they had to do a sort of... The Angelo, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, the song they won with was Save Your Kisses For Me, got to number one, and it were, and they were first that year. So. I don't think the, 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 the Abba, Abba did a comparable Save All Your Kisses For Me. No, I, I, don't, I don't think it was a, 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 a two-way <laughs> love affair. Um, now, the, the following year, I... Um, Definitely recognise this one, but I wouldn't have necessarily known that it had been a Eurovision entry. Uh, Lindsay DePaul and Mike Moran with Rock oh, Bottom. Rock Bottom, yes, I remember that. Rock Bottom. Great. I like Lindsay DePaul. I, I'm a big fan of that um, song, Is Elaine. Mm. Didn't do very well in the chat. Well, didn't do awfully, but didn't... I remember it. I remember it on Top of yeah, the Pops. something number 19, so... But... Um, I would have just thought it did better because it's quite well known, and also they got to number two. They were well, I should say they were second in the Eurovision Song Contest that year. Um, so I'm kind of surprised it wasn't a bigger hit. France won though that year. Um, now, in '78, a band called Coco um, were our representatives. Now let me just check. I remember the winners that year. Sorry, sorry. I remember the winner that year. Well, um, the funny thing you may not know about this is that Cheryl Baker was in Coco. Yeah. Of course, Cheryl Baker was in Bucks Fizz a few Indeed. years later. Indeed. I remember a picture of her in Coco on, on the looking. Yeah, I did um, sort of remember that there was a... But uh, if I remember rightly, it was Israel, um, and it was I, I Want to I Be. Mm. Oh, my, we, Helen, I used to, I lived next door to um, Helen Smith, who was a friend of mine, Harry's, and um, we would be singing it, but we would try to do silly variations of it. We, we, I want to meet a polar bear. Which, <laughs> there was all sorts of variations on it. I want to meet a polar well, bear. We shall, well, I shall, com- I shall confirm in just a sec, but Coco's song was The Bad Old Days. Mm-hmm. Only got to number 13 in the charts, and uh, they were only 11th that year, so... Uh, they uh, was a bit the bad old days for them. <laughs> uh, yes, um, Israel won in seventy eight. Um, Abani B. Abani B. Yes. Abani B. Abani. I want to meet a polar. 
I was, I was here. Uh, I don't think I'm the Alpha Betas or something. It's a bit confusing. Um, I wanna be a buddy. So, yeah. No, I did, that was that was one I remember. Yeah. Well, the following year, '79, uh, Black Lace um, <laughs> represented us with a song called Mary Ann. Um, Black Lace were the people who did Agadoo um, and the Conga, various other party tunes in the eighties. Now this Mary Ann only got to number forty-two in the charts, but they did do. They were seventh. Um, Hallelujah! Um, But the winner. um, Let me see. Yes, Yes, Israel won again. (laughs) Well done, Israel. Yeah, two two years in a row. That's good. Hallelujah! Although probably expensive for them to have to. It's a good, um, good song, as I remember. I, yes. I can still remember it. It looks like I don't know why this happened. But it looks like they, when they won in '78, it was in Jerusalem in '79, but in '80 it was in the Hague. Then perhaps they said it's too expensive to do it. Too yes, so we can't afford it. Um, so now we're into the '80s. Um, I have a feeling this group has connections. Uh, oh yeah. Oh right. Yes. Very interesting. Uh, trivia fans uh, in 1980 the band that represented us was called Prima Donna now the interesting thing about Prima Donna is that it um, comprised the sisters Kate Robbins and Jane Robbins and Kate, oh, Kate Robbins, Robbins yeah Kate Robbins was well she was also known for doing all the funny voices on Spitting Image or um, com- she was a com- comedian wasn't yes, she she, right. she, yeah. she, she uh, had her own some, show <coughs> yeah she um, and I think I, I've forgotten what her name of her brother is she did comedy with him um, also Sally Ann Triplett she was in Bardo I think a couple of years later um, Lance Aston, and now Lance Aston was the brother of Jay Aston from Bucks Fizz Lance Aston is also married to Marcella Detroit from Shakespeare's sister and I know that Harry has had email contact with 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 Lance because I think Lance sort of runs her fan club for her um oh. I, I've heard I've heard him mention Lance many times so um so yes yeah, interesting yeah. uh a band made of lots of people who did lots of different things afterwards mm. yeah and another member of Prima Donna was Danny Finn who was married to uh one of the New Seekers that uh, uh, and I think had been in the New Seekers himself so anyway that's before we even get to their song um, <laughs> the, the song that they released was Love Enough for Two oh. didn't do very well in the charts number 48 uh, but they were third that year so, um, and I think that was the year that Ireland won with What's Another Year by Johnny Logan oh yes yes uh, I remember that that's one because Johnny Logan's one of those people who, who won more than once as well, yeah. uh, with about 20 years gap or something like yeah. that but, um then we come to 81, which was another successful year. I remember yeah. 81. I, I remember watching that. I definitely watched that one. Yes. And we won that year. And yeah. I rushed out. My mum was out at a concert or something at the time. And uh, when it was all over, um, I remember rushing out and saying, we won. <laughs> and um, I, I was, that, that year of it, it was the year, it was the week after Tom Baker had finished as Doctor Who. And I, I always associate that song with um, Tom Baker leaving Doctor Who. And for those listeners who don't know which song we mean, it's Making Your Mind Up by Bucks Fizz, who yeah. um, is a, a, a favourite band of mine. Making Your Mind Up got to number one in the charts, as well as them being number one in Eurovision. Um, uh, the following year, 82 is another favourite of mine. That was Bardo, One Step Further, a very catchy tune Gen- written by the same people, I think, who had written Making Your Mind Up. I remember the winner. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Nicole with a little piece oh, from that? Germany. Um, which also did well in the charts over here. Yeah, I know, I've got it. Um, I've a uh, very nice little song. I what? also remember there was uh, <coughs> my mum being... Not not disgusting. My mum was never disgusted about things. She was uh, uh, her eye, eyebrows were raised. The fact that it was called Little Piece, and you know it was very gentle. One of the entries was a was a Swedish headbanger or something talking about nuclear weapons or something. <laughs> and then so you couldn't have wished for a more different tune. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lovely lovely tune. 
Well, Bardo um, only got to number two in the charts. I've used One Step Further, one of my early Beaches yeah. videos, where I made Harry and Robin look like a pair of prats by my <laughs> having them jumping around, doing silly dancing in my back garden. <laughs> um, but... Uh, um, Something they, to bring out for their uh, their dotage. <laughs> uh, the UK was only seventh that year. Um, so 1982, as you say, um, well, yes. It's got it in the original German, but uh, yeah, it says Nicole, so I imagine that must be a little piece. <laughs> 1983 was a band called Sweet Dreams. Uh, their song was I'm Never Giving Up. Got to number 21 in the charts. We were I think they should have given up. <laughs> yeah, we were sick that year. Um, Luxembourg won that year again. Now, I, I think I'm a bit more familiar with this one. 1984, the late 60s and early 70s or mid-70s were definitely when people who were relatively... They might have passed their first peak of success. Yeah. But, uh, they were quite well-known names. Um, or, you know, Sandy Shaw, she was in the middle of her success. Um, Cliff Richards never really ran out of success. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we do start to enter a, a sort of period band now where, you know, all these bands, you you wouldn't really know them unless you were a Eurovision fan. Uh, in 1984, Bell and the Devotions... With love games. Oh yes, I remember that. Yeah. My, my, I remember it was the night of Eurovision. I was over. We were over in Wales at my sister's house, and my then brother-in-law making a very disparaging remark that it was a re-released. <laughs> mm. Mm. Hey. Well, yeah, they're not supposed to. Well, they didn't used to. Usually, they're supposed to be original songs and not previously released. But um, I don't know if that rule's always been the case. Pop to number 11. Definitely know that song. I saw when they appeared on Top of the Pops when they repeated that. Mm. We we were seventh that year. Um, who won in 84? Uh, Sweden. Oh, dear. This is one of those ones that, that always gets mentioned. Uh, the winner was Diggy Lou Diggy Lay. Then 85, someone called Vicky was the representative. Um, yeah. Mm. She had a song called Love Is, and it got to number 49 in the charts. But we were fourth that year. Um, it pretty well. Um, I, think, I think from here in on, I think my recollection is hazy to say the least. Yeah. I think, I, I think mainly sort of 70s and 80s. You might, you might recognise some of the people who entered. Yeah. Um, the winner in 85 was Norway. And the winner was Bobby Socks. I sort of recognise the name of that of that being a band more than I do the song. But uh, in '86, somebody called Ryder was asked. They were a purpose-made pop group led by Maynard Williams, whose primary purpose was to represent the UK. Well, um, the song got to 98 in the charts. And the song was called Runner in the Night. We, we were seventh that year. And I, I imagine we're in the period now where there must have been 20 or 30 countries. The winner was uh, was Belgium with J'aime la vie. Which I'm, oh, that, think, that, that rings a bell. I think that, I think that means I love life by Sandra Kim. Yeah, of course, some of these winners were hits like, like Waterloo many others some of the winners that weren't from the UK were hits in the UK like as a little beast as well um, in 88 no no 87 um, there's lots of one word we have Vicky in 85 we have Ryder in 86 in 87 we have Ricky so Vicky and Ricky <laughs> uh, Ricky was a Scottish singer who had written songs for the band Middle of the Road I oh think right! Middle of the road did chirpy 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 chirpy. chirpy. Yeah. Yes. Um, the song was called "Only the Light." Got to number ninety six in the charts um, when we were thirteenth that year. Um, in eighty seven, Ireland won. Oh no, that was, that was when Johnny Logan won again. So it was sort of ten years, almost ten years after. Uh, Hold me now, Johnny Logan. In eighty eight, we have Scott Fitzgerald, another Scottish singer who had apparently had international music chart success in the 70s we need to explore <laughs> it had a song if I had words in 1978 which was 
based on the main theme from San Cien Symphony Number no. Three. Oh, all very sounds all very complicated. Um, okay, so you've had international success. We believe you. <laughs> the song was called Go, and uh, only got to number fifty-two in the charts. We were thirteenth that year. Um, oh no, I'm reading the wrong. I'm reading the wrong line. Uh, we were second. No, we were second that year. Sorry, sorry, Scott. No. Scott's going to hate me now. <laughs> Only if I queried his whether he was an international <laughs> success. I, I read the wrong. I said he didn't. Only got to thirteen when he got to number two. <laughs> oh, uh, in eighty-eight, Switzerland won um, with um, Celine Dion was oh, was yeah. um, was their singer in in Switzerland. Um, in '89, we've got live report. Why do I always get it wrong? Got to number seventy-three in the charts, but was well, we were second that year. Oh. Yugoslavia won that year, and then we, there are a lot of one one-word names. Um, in 1990, someone called Emma won a Welsh singer. They like ran out of electricity. Yes, her song was "Give a Little Love Back to the World." Got to number thirty-three in the charts, and we were sixth that vaguely year. Vaguely familiar. Um, Italy won in, in 1990. 1991, uh, Samantha Janus, who was an actress who, well, she was on EastEnders for quite a lot of her career. Um, I think maybe her, I think her name changed to Samantha Womack um, when she got married. But she was, I used to like her in a sitcom called Game On. Oh! But, uh, um... A Message to Your Heart was her song. Number 30 in the charts. We were 10th that year. Sweden won that year. Um, in 1992, Michael Ball represented us. with one step out of time. Got to number 20. We were second that year. Ireland won. Oh. In fact, Ireland won three years in a row. Uh, in 92, 93 and 94. So... 93. Now, I remember 93 being very exciting. Um, that's the year that Sonia, um, who was one of Stock Aitman Waterman's yes. um, singers, she represented us with a song called Better the Devil You Know. Not the Kylie song, but uh, yeah. another song. I only got to number 15 in the charts, but that was the year we, we got second. I, re- I remember, I think I was at university, and it was in that period where I'd finished my first year at university. I wasn't going back until the following week. I remember watching it in my digs at the time, and it was really down to the last vote yeah. uh, as to whether we'd be first or second. I, I do remember that being yeah. one of the most exciting years. Um, in '94, Francis Raphael, "We Will Be Free," "Lonely Symphony," 25 in the charts. We were tenth that year. Um, I think that's still one of the years that. Uh, Ireland won. Yeah, that was the last of the three years that Ireland won in a row. In 95, Love City Groove, um, with a song called Love City Groove. I feel like that was one of those songs that tries, is trying very hard to be trendy. <laughs> the song got to number seven. We were only tenth again that year. And I believe Norway won in 95. In 96, Gina G... Um, who are just a little oh, bit. Oh yes, now was, I do know that one. That yeah. was a very big. That was very big. I almost forget big chart hits. Yeah, I almost forget that it was a Eurovision song. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I certainly forgot. Yeah, I, I do know that one. Yeah, that was everywhere. Yeah, it got to number one in the charts. Uh, we were only eighth that year, but uh, but the, that being around very much. That was when we were shooting Run Fast in the World, and yeah. I, I remember that very much being in the charts. Now Ireland won that year again. So. Other than the year that Norway, in '95, uh, uh, four out of five uh, years, uh, Ireland won. Mm-hmm. Um, now '97 was, I think, the last year that the UK won, and it was a weird name to be representing us. It was Katrina in the Waves, oh, um, who was known for Walking on Sunshine yeah, back in the eighties. They were a band that were sort of, I think, because I think Katrina was American, but the rest of the band was British or something. But uh, um, their their song was "Love Shine a Light," and 
Got to number three in the charts, but yes, they yeah, were, were first. Rings a bell. Um, in 98, a singer called Amani, uh, I think um, think the actual contest took place in Birmingham that year, uh, having won the previous year. Um, songs called Where Are You, got to 15 in the charts, we were second that year, so we did very well another year, so... Israel one with Diva. Oh, that was Dana International. Now that was that was a very um, controversial song at the time. Uh, yeah, Dana International assigned male at birth. She identified as female from a very young age. Uh, she came out as transgender at the age of thirteen. Yeah, I couldn't remember, but I think that was a really good song as well. Um, in '99, a singer called Precious represented us. Um, they were like a girl band. Uh, Say It Again was the song. Got to number six. The chance we were 12th that year. And 99, Sweden won. Now, probably going to rattle through the next 20 years because I don't... Um, don't think we're going to know a lot of these I think, people. I think I saw 2000 with my mum. That was the last year when um, I was at home. Mm. Nikki French, she I, I know her from the mid nineties. She did a version of Oh, um uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah. Yeah. I think she did a sort of more a sped up version of Total Eclipse of the Heart, uh which a dance version. Um she did a song called Don't Play That Song Again. Got to number thirty four, we were sixteenth that year. Denmark won. Lindsay D represented us in two thousand and one. Uh, no Dream Impossible number 32 in the charts number 15 I, I won't say who won for these ones because it wasn't us I will read I will read them at the end as the list of all the countries that won from 2000 uh, 2002 Jessica Garlic uh, Welsh pop singer sort of have heard of her name uh, Come Back the song got to number 13 but we were third that year so um that was quite good for us for that period. Um, 2003, Gemini. I think they were... Oh, yes. They got Nil Point. I think, they, I think they were the band who, when it came to doing it live on the night, they were very badly out of tune. Yeah. Um, their song was called Cry Baby, number 15 in the charts. Uh, they were 26th. They got Nil Point. <laughs> One of the... I think presumably... What, one of the few that have ever had that because because I think it's made such a fuss about the, the fact that we got Neil Point. Yeah. In 2004, a singer called James Fox, Welsh singer, Hold On To Our Love, yeah. 13 in the charts, 16th at Eurovision. Javine, um, in 2005, Touch My Fire. I think that was quite good, actually. I think I, I, think I might have bought that one. Um... Sort of in the noughties, I used to go around Harry's house and we used to have Eurovision nights. Yeah. And it was a bit of an event, but in the last ten years, mm. I've kind of gone out the other side where I'm not that bothered. With a blip in 2016, I think, there was, there was a, a year where I got very enthusiastic and I watched it and really enjoyed it. And I think I even have the DVD, but, um, yeah, I haven't even watched the last few years. And then it uh, didn't uh, happen. 2006 was my last one. <coughs> I watched that. David Sprakes, who was a, mm. was a mutual friend of ours, he... Uh, uh, we went around his house to watch Doctor Who mm. and uh, we kind of stayed on and did Eurovision. Mm. Yeah. Touch My Fire, 18, 18 in the charts, 22nd at Eurovision. 2006, Daz Simpson, Teenage Life, number 8 in the charts, 19th at Eurovision. Uh, I, I remember that year there was a, there was a song, uh, there was a cheeky sort of song from one of the countries which is... Um, called We Are the Winners of Eurovision. <laughs> 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 uh, in, twen- in 2007, uh, Scooch represented us, and Scooch was sort of like a cut price steps. So, um, and I don't, don't think they'd been doing much for a while. They were sort of revived. Um, I think because we stopped what we stopped winning or doing well each year, there was a panic. Oh, well, we must do this. Let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. Yeah. And try, you know, sit, 
try, try serious, try <coughs> camp, try... Um, but then, you know, also different countries were ganging up on us and, and on different... So there are lots of reasons probably why we don't do well anymore. The song was called Flying the Flag for You, got to number five in the charts, um, 22nd at Eurovision. I do remember that one being quite uh, highly publicised at the time. In 2008, Andy Abraham, even if 67 in the charts, 25th at Eurovision, I think that was just quite sort of nondescript song. He was somebody who had, uh, he was a runner-up in the second series of X Factor, apparently. Um, and now we're getting into the X Factor. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, in 2009, Jade Ewan represented us with a song called It's My Time. Got number 27 in the charts. Um, uh, but they were fit. Oh, well, that's another example of when we, we did do relatively well that year. Uh, we were fifth in 2009 in the Eurovision Song Contest. Now, I, I know Jade Ewan. I don't know this song, but I know Jade Ewan because she joined the the last proper lineup of the Sugar Babes to date. Um, so she was sort of maybe the last album campaign. She she was one of the three girls in the Sugar Babes. And um, so, uh, yeah, uh, as a sugar, bit of a Sugar Babes fan, I sort of know her name from that and recognise her face from their videos. Uh, 2010, Josh Dubovi. Apparently, the song was written by Stock 8 and Water... Well, all Stock... I don't know if it's written by all three of them, but it's by some of those people. It's from Stock. by Mike Stock, Stock and Peter Waterman. Am I going to have to click on here? No, it was, yeah, Mike Stock, Peter... I, I know these days there isn't... Stock, Aiden, Waterman don't exist as... I think the eight, the Aitken has dropped, dropped out. Um, yes, Josh Dubovi also... Uh, yes, that sounds good to me. Failed to chart uh, as a single. Um... 25th at Eurovision. Now, in 2011, the band who represented us was um, a boy band called Blue who did pretty well. Probably earlier in the well in the noughties, they were quite big, but I think they'd been sort of maybe dormant for a while. Um, their song was called "I Can," got number 16 in the charts. We did, we were we were 11th that year. Uh, now, this is a funny one. 2012, Engelbert Humperdinck reckon, um, represented us. Um, I didn't even know he was still alive then. Yeah, he he obviously, please release me in the 60s. Uh, the Last Waltz in 67. Um, yeah, I, I guess that was a, a hark back to getting somebody from the 60s mm-hmm. to represent us. Uh, his song was called Love Will Set You Free. Only got to number 60 in the charts. We only, we only got to number 25. At Eurovision that year. Just yeah. shame. Yeah. Now, another one that's uh, rather a weird one. In 2013, Bonnie Tyler represented us. Oh. Um, her song was Believe in Me. Because it's funny, really. Uh, we said Nicky French, who did a dance version of one of her songs mm-hmm. about 10 years before. <laughs> and then 10 years later, the actual singer. The, your actual. Yeah. Uh, believe in me only got to number 93 in the charts and we were only 19th that year I mean we really haven't we've done pretty appallingly <laughs> since 20, 2009 Jade Ewan was the last you know decent-ish result um, in 2014 someone called Molly represented us she is a producer singer-songwriter but she looks she looks quite youngish she's probably in her 20s when she did it she's only in her early 30s now um, Children of the Universe got to 23 in the charts. We we were we were 17th that year. 2015, Electric Velvet, uh, who just seemed to be a man and a woman. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about them. Uh, it looks like they're probably pretty much formed for the result, mm-hmm. formed for the contest. I mean and their song was called Still In Love With You failed to chart and they were 24th that year um now in um 2016 Joe and Jake represented us they're just two boys they're like two boys um don't think they're somehow related uh, they're somehow linked to the TV series The Voice 
So sort of reality show people. Uh, you're not alone. 81 in the charts. 24th at Eurovision. 2017, Lucy Jones. She was in the X Factor Series 6. Um, but she finished like 8th. Um, Never Give Up On You. Number 73 in the charts. 15th at Eurovision. Which is probably the highest we've been since not 2009. But still not great. Uh, 2018... Suri, uh, she was a she was English singer songwriter. I think her song was not bad. Uh, I think that was the year that I watched. Like it's called Eurovision. You decide by mm. this point. That and I think I watched it around Harry's house, and I liked a lot of the songs that were being put up for the contest that year. And, rem- and then I remembered at the end of the year when I watched Christmas Top of the Pops that the songs that were being put forward for Eurovision were pretty much better than anything that were that was high in the charts on Christmas Top of the Pops in mm. 2018. <laughs> the song's called Storm, got to number 15 in the charts. We got uh, Eurovision 24th. Then 2019, Michael Rice. Um... He won. Uh, he won a singing competition. Uh, All together now, uh, and he was in the eleventh series of X Factor. Um, song was called "Bigger Than Us." Failed to chart, and we were twenty sixth that year at Eurovision. Mm. And in 20, 2020 we had someone called James Newman, who was just a singer songwriter. Had a song called "My Last Breath." It failed to chart, but the contest was cancelled anyway due to <laughs> COVID. So, <laughs> so really, the last few years... It's, it's been just, a complete waste of time. <laughs> it's just been a bit sad, really, since 2009. You might well as not bothered. Sorry, guys, but... I'm afraid the last... I mean, well, I was going to say there a bunch of people you've never heard of. I guess you might have heard of them if you'd watched X Factor or whatever. And, and there are people like Blue and Engelbert Humperdinck and... And Bonnie Tyler were involved, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm quite surprised. All, yeah. all sort of in the oldies, bringing back the oldies didn't seem to work. I, I can see mm. the strategy there. Because yeah, um, even Blue were relatively. I think Blue have been around since the late nineties. They were, they weren't at the, you know, some of these boy bands go away and come back, like you know, Take That went away and came back, and they were probably even more famous second time round. <laughs> um, Steps are are back and are certainly. I've probably got more impressive songs now than they had when they were at their peak. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was just going to finish off with who who did win, in what countries did win the last uh, 20 years. Um, but I wouldn't even say that that many of the songs that did win became big hits in the yeah. last 20 years. I might be wrong. Now I'm going to be proved wrong. But no, uh, 2000, Denmark won, Estonia... Latvia, Turkey, Ukraine, Greece, Finland, Serbia, Russia. Um, I, um, Norway, Germany, Azerbaijan, Sweden, Denmark, Austria, Sweden, Ukraine, Portugal, Israel, Netherlands. Um, now, twenty. Oh, it must have been 2015 that I was making... The song was called Heroes by Mans Zermelo. I said I wouldn't pronounce it. It's best friend. But I remember that being quite a catchy song. Um, In 2014, um, Conchita Wurst, I remember, from Austria, Rise Like a Phoenix. I remember that being a bit like a Dano and international one. Yeah. Not quite sure what the story was. Um uses masculine pronouns when referring to himself but feminine pronouns to describe Conchita I think that was another case of trying something uh, a bit different a bit like Dunn International had done in the 90s yeah um, but not many of those songs I don't think I can't see any of those no, songs any of them not listening um, uh, you know over here so yeah so well Oh, there you go. There we go. The history of Eurovision. Quick, quick trip round Europe. Mainly from mainly from a British point of view, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, right. 
mixture of of knowns and unknowns representing us over the years. Yes. Maybe you and I should do it in 2021, Nick. Uh, <laughs> What would you like to say? Can you say? Yeti and Wub. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could do like um, the flying pickets. Like, we could do boom, 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 We could do like a mixture of that and the toad, the, the Paul McCartney's The Frog Song. We could do the boom, growl, 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 growl. We'll work on it, listeners. We'll, yeah. you, you keep your eyes. Oh, Dealey, you could do. You could do yes, Dealey can do yeah. some singing. That would be yeah, wonderful. Way, 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 keep, way, you way, keep way. your eyes on Eurovision next year. We'll be, we'll be we'll Nick. will be, <laughs> be Nick and Deely and I will yeah, be. We'll win. We'll be the first winner since The first winner since ninety-seven. Anyway, we'll say goodbye now. And uh, but I'm sure that Ike will uh, show up to to do a few versions himself of some of the songs. But uh, thanks for joining me, Nick. Uh, my pleasure. Good to have pleasure. you here. And uh, we'll we'll speak to you again soon. He's probably a bit young for it. I mean, you know, it's, well, I don't want to be mean, but probably in its heyday in the, the 60s and 70s and um, maybe even the 80s. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how many, uh, you know, people Martin's age still still watch because they, oh, I don't know. It, it, it's difficult. Oh, yes. Yes, uh, you can see. Uh, it. It is uh, a very uh, over-the-top and camp show, or at least it can be perceived that way. Well, I know that's why I'm quite excited about uh, covering it. The songs seem very uh, um, upbeat. Oh, that they are, yes. That they are. Uh, we, we don't do very well in the contest anymore, but, you know, I think Paul's talking about the songs that we have entered. Oh, yes, whether they were successful or not. Well, yes, I've been trying to get used to the songs, trying to learn them. You know, it's like one of our, our pop episodes, just a different format this time. It is indeed. I'm sure you'll do very good. Yes, very well. I'm sure you'll do very well. Oh, yes, Eek. Very much looking forward to your renditions of some of the big songs of Eurovision, at least uh, the British entries. Who knows? Paul might do a show about all the different... Uh, other countries that have won? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know, because the thing is, the songs aren't that well known. A lot of them aren't, some of them are. But, uh, well, I think, uh, anyway, <laughs> he's done a good job at covering all the the songs that uh, the UK has uh, entered. But, uh, uh, anyway, uh, oh, I can hear the theme music. Oh, yes, I can hear it too. Yig, are you ready to perform? I am, Gromity. I am. It's Uncle John. Uh, uh, I'm Ick. I wish you the very best of luck. Uh, maybe I'll recognise some of the tunes. <laughs> uh, most of the music I listen to is based on uh, smells, so uh, I don't know. Music based on smells? Oh, I don't know what he's talking about. Sounds fascinating, Martin. You'll have to explain. <laughs> I will. Yeah, yeah, I will. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, <laughs> what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net.
seen some of the big songs of the Eurovision contest. Eurovision Song Contest, sorry. Um, I'm here to sing some of the big songs of the Eurovision Song Contest. At least the ones that uh, the United Kingdom entered. Yes, I'm afraid I'm mainly covering songs from the 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s. Uh, yes. Uh, here we go. La, la, I wonder if someday that you'll say that you care. Like if you say, uh, I love you madly, I'll gladly be there. Like a puppet on a string, 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 string. La, la, la. Uh, 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 like a merry-go-round. Oh, the fun of the fair. La, 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 la. Mm-hmm. 
Oh dear. Um, 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 I think I should finish with Standard, but I'm just pointing out that Waterloo wasn't a British entry. It was a winner, but it wasn't a British entry. It was Swedish. It was ABBA, a very, very famous uh, song. I didn't pull, I just thought I'd finish with a very famous tune. Oh, go on then. Oh, dear, oh dear. Bye-bye, listeners. Bye, listeners. You've got it all wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. Um, uh, oh, dear. Oh, golly. Ring, ring. Why don't you bring me a call? Do, 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 do. Do, 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 Ring, ring. La, 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 la. The, the, that was what Abba entered the year before, and it didn't It didn't win. It didn't even get chosen. Eek. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Sorry. We, he's messed up again. Sorry, sorry. Oh, dear. The Shy Life Podcast would like to wish the best of luck to James Newman, the UK entry for the 65th Eurovision Song Contest when the show reaches its final in Rotterdam on the 22nd May 2021. For that matter, we wish everyone taking part the best of luck. Let's hope there are some cracking songs entered this year, and that you all enjoy making your minds up about who is your favorite. Please do not fight over it. This isn't Waterloo. My my exclamation. Worst comes to the worst, this one doesn't get released, we'll put it out around the time, well, the time that it was cancelled. Hello, 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 hello,